Press C to cancel. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to press B. I mean, tap B. What Just was it? To halt. It. Yes, tap, Just tap, tap it. it. Today, I am here with the GP without the P-Pops. Hip-Hop? G-Pops? Something like that. So, today, we're going to talk about some games, uh, because apparently that's what we do here. I, I missed the memo. Apparently, we talk about video games and stuff like that, so... Let's go me versus you and see where we cross over here, because you are the Nintendo Entertainment System guy, from what I'm told. Wait, okay, hold on. Really? This is a video game thing? Literally every episode we've ever done, I've been discussing Total Recall the movie. Oh, you too? Okay, well, cool. Okay, well, at least we're, we're going down together. This is great. I like it. Okay, so is it true? Is it true, GP? Do you, do you partake in the entertainment system of Nintendo? Yes, I am, uh, by and large, enthralled with the OG, the NES, all the letters. But it's it's the classic. It's the original, in my household at least. Uh, yeah, I'm all about that 8-bit system. Okay, cool. Well, I've been known to uh, partake myself in the NES, but uh, I, I identify more as a Super Nintendo Entertainment System fan. If I had if I had to pigeonhole myself into one era, I guess. Yeah. What's something I think that a lot of people gay a lot of people noticed when Super Nintendo came out is hey, they're making games that were on Nintendo, but they're superifying them. Superifying? Superiorizing? I wouldn't say that, but they're they're adding the word super to the beginning of it. This is true. So Except for Super Mario Brothers. That was that was already there. Yeah, that was already there because it was Super. So, do you think it deserved the title every time, or were there some games that uh, that didn't deserve it, and they were better on the NES as opposed to the SNES? (laughs) Well, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Every time you say that, I'm just like, oh, okay. Anyways, no, there's there's definitely some games that were probably I I will admit better on the Super Nintendo platform, but conversely, there were a lot of 8-bit versions of games that were, were much better than their 16-bit counterparts. Okay. So I think I think we've got we've got an episode here. Let's 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 go with this. You want you want to go with this? Okay. Let's cool. do it. Let's fight. Let's let's discuss a few games. Let's just have a handful of games and just for spite, because you and I are such fanboys of Final Fantasy Four and, you know, we're you know we're in love with each other because of that, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Let, let's not let's not bring up Final Fantasy versus like Final Fantasy uh, four and six. Let, let's go on to something else. Let's let's talk about some <laughs> other franchises. Let's uh, broaden our horizons, so to speak. Look, if you're gonna go for the soft spots in Final Fantasy, don't bring up the first or the third one. Clearly, you bring up Final Fantasy two. Okay, yeah, the one that I have zero experience with. Maybe you too. Yeah, but uh, I think it's pretty universally known that that game is uh, warm, warm trash. That's not right. No, we're getting there. We'll we'll warm up yeah. to that. That's another yeah. episode. 
But no, I, I think you're right. Because, uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. Everybody knows uh, we're big fans of specifically the Super Nintendo Final Fantasy games. So we're not going to touch too much on those because I will gladly concede that 4, 5, and 6 are better than 1, 2, and 3. Okay, cool. So we've settled that for now. We're going to just leave it and go on to something else. Yeah. So what do we want to start with? Should we start with the OG, the the Mario as known in Canada, or the Mario in uh, in the United States? Yeah, let's let's see if we can transcend the uh, language barriers there. Okay, cool. And and discuss that that wonderful franchise. So before we go, clearly I'm going to be discussing Mario Brothers one, two, and three. Which ones are you discussing? Like what what is there in the Mario verse on the Super Nintendo? Oh, we have Super Mario World, of course. We have uh, Yoshi's Island, even though it's more our protagonist is more Yoshi. Um, we also have my, my my favorite in the entire franchise is I'm going to say this. Let me let me say this properly so you can understand. Super Mario RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars. Okay. Okay. So you got me. I never lost you. Yeah. Okay, so... No, no, we're, we're, I, we're together. That's okay, cool. I grew up with the Super Mario RPG, Legend of Seven Stars. I think that's the Canadian version. I don't know if there's any difference in like the translations, but we're going to go from there. So there's a, gotcha. there's a few different things. You have Dr. Mario slash Mario on Nintendo, of course. But we'll, we'll stick with the main ones for now, I guess. Well, okay. I, I suppose so. But if you're going to bring in the RPG, I should be able to bring in Dr. Mario, right? Oh, sure. If you want to, okay. let's do it. I do. Plus, I have an ace in the hole for a few minutes from now. So uh, let's get going. Clearly, Mario 3 is the superior Mario Brothers game across any platform. Okay. I like... Thank you. You agree. <laughs> okay, that was easy. Let's go on to the next one. Uh, <laughs> the Legend of Zeldor. No. Now, okay, no. Continue with... with talk, what, what do you think is the best... Mario game uh, out of the entire life of the franchise. Uh, the franchise, well, f- personal favorites for me is RPG, but okay, for, okay. Uh, for actual gameplay wise and stuff, you know, because that's a little bit of a stretch, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stick by that one. I want to say between two and three, and it's hard to say two because I know two is something else. So just to to make sure I'm understanding you, by your own admission, you're saying that the best in the franchise. Or two on super or on the regular Nintendo. Yeah, I, I will go with that. I honestly will. There's something satisfying about the original ones, and I, and I, I'm the, I will admit that I'm the fanboy for SNES, but I guess it's because I suck so bad at Super Mario World. I don't know, but three three has a lot more memories for me. I played a little bit of the Super Nintendo ver- the version, but um, not the not as much of three as I'd like to, and two as well. So. Mm-hmm. They have yeah. a little bit more uh, mysticism okay. to them. Well, I, okay. If we're going to go over to each other's camp for a quick mom- moment, I will concede RPG is a fantastic game. Mario Thank World you. is a great game. Yeah, I, I agree. I think two and three are fantastic. Never mention or never mind the fact that they've got Super Mario Brothers. They've got Super Mario Brothers Duck Hunt. Super Mario Brothers Duck Hunt World Class Track Meet. I mean... How good is a game that you're going to put it on three different titles? Am I, I right? About the track, I forgot about track meet. Wow. Yeah. Um, also, <laughs> this is go- going to be a low blow. The Super Nintendo is the system that gave us uh, Mario is Missing. Yeah. I still apologize on behalf of the, com- the company for, for that sometimes. Actually, I'm being told there was an NES version of that as well. 
There is, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Well, never mind. That's a moot point. If you're yelling at the uh, the podcast right now, you can quit yelling. <laughs> no, they. I think they both came out at the same time too, and they're. I played them both actually, and well, oh, the, really? the super version is superior in that it's still. Okay, I need the sound bite for Jake saying it, so we're just gonna we're gonna leave that for later. Well, enter that there. Okay, very good. But no, I you know we we've discussed Mario in other podcasts, and uh, it's it's the quintessential Nintendo flagship franchise, and um, I I don't think they peaked necessarily with the uh, the NES. You know, it, it would be a shame to think Mario has already peaked on two and three, because there's just been so much great Mario. But personally, probably for the sake of nostalgia. Yeah, I got to go NES. If I'm going to play Mario, make it two or three. Yeah, I can I can get behind that. And that's the thing, like, you know, we we will have some overlap here. I think there's going to be times where you can agree that Super Nintendo was more superior, and other times it was more of a superiority uh, complex. I don't know. Let's not get too ahead of it. I mean, I kind of already did with the Final Fantasy thing, so okay. uh, we'll just say it's one-to-one for now. Okay, let's go into Zeldor, the Lagand of Zeldor. Now, I was unaware they made anything for the Super Nintendo from this franchise. I understand that there is Zelda 1 and 2, The Adventure of Link, and then they kind of gave up. Like, there's nothing else after those two. Is that right? I think they called it pre-Smash Brothers. Um, <laughs> I think it was probably less less than Smash. No, it was a, I believe it's called A Link to the Past. It's a great game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I remember I remember seeing you play it for the first time, and I got to see your eyes light up and then be like, what the hell do I do? So, Yeah, I think that was, I, uh, I think when I did my blind run of that, it was like January or February of 2019. And that game, for me, holds the record for the number of times I asked for backseating help. <laughs> yeah, yeah like five steps where do i go exactly <laughs> that was that was a highlight to my hypocrisy if final <laughs> fantasy hides a room i'm like that is genius but the moment any other franchise does it i'm like this is crap <laughs> yeah again it's, it's nice to feel familiar but still <laughs> yeah so for me uh my favorite of all the zeldor games is is the forbidden one it's the second one I'm starting to not feel like a fanboy of the Super Nintendo anymore. Okay, yeah. The Adventure of Link? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. My favorite memories are with that game. I, I go back and forth between which one I think is actually better, Zelda 1 or Zelda 2. But my, my favorite, personally, between the two is, is 2. Yeah. Um, and then I still feel like, <laughs> to go outside of the realm of what we're talking today, I still think Ocarina is, is the pinnacle. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that too because that was the last one I really played. So it's strange. Okay, so I'm I'm really bad at arguing on this right now because we're too old right now for Nintendo. So, but Link to the Past was a really good game though. It, it's it changed a lot about how video games were made and it indirectly influenced a lot of future games, not just in their own franchise. Uh, yeah, I agree, and I think Link to the Past did uh, more for the lore and the franchise of Zelda as a whole than one or two combined. So it, in that way, like, it, it gave us the new direction. <laughs> okay, think about this. The paradigm shift in Mega Man 2 is similar to what Mega Man, or not, sorry, uh, what Zelda Link to the Past did for the Zelda franchise. You had this game that was cool, but then the second one came out, or the sequel, Mega Man 2, we'll say, 
uh, and it changed the way they're going to present the game. That's what Link to the Past did for Zelda. Right. It's like, cool, we had this cool past, we've got a good little foundation, but now let's let's take it this direction and really make it something special. And yeah. I, I will I have love for Link to the Past. It wasn't life changing for me because I didn't have the nostalgia for it, but uh having recently blind running or ran it uh within the past year, absolutely an amazing game. And yeah. I can appreciate what it did for the franchise. Exactly. And for me, I'm gonna say you know, even with Zelda 2 being my favorite, I think that I have to give it to Link to the Past, even though it's not my favorite Zelda game, but because they it was kind of the return to the original idea. They had, I don't know, the top-down thing, the puzzles. The, it, right. it felt like a, a greater sequel than Zelda 2 was, and I think that they kind of nailed it home. It's like, this is what we this is what we can do, this is what we want to do, and it feels like... It doesn't want to be, I don't want to say it myself, like that it's a perfect game, but I think for a lot of people it is, and I can see why, because it's very polished, and it was such an early release that it kind of blows me away to think about it, because it plays better as one of the, uh, I want to say, release carts, almost, Mm -hmm. than, uh, than some of the stuff before the Super Nintendo kind of gave up for 64. Gotcha. Yeah, and... I would kind of call this like a parent to Chrono Trigger. Like if Link to the Past and Final Fantasy VI had a baby, I, I think GT. it's Chrono Trigger. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Chrono looks so much like Six, Final Fantasy VI, but with the uh, the previous and current timelines and how one can affect the other and vice versa, you know, that they really kind of mastered with Chrono Trigger. Uh, yeah, I, I think this game, despite the faults that I perceive it to have, is an incredibly important it is a more important game to the history of video games than zelda 2 right and that's uh, that's where i'll give the points to link to the past so i agreed agreed all right so so what else can we discuss here Let, what else let's let's see we got we got some we got some uh zelda recovered we got some maria i mean mario um how about metroid did you play the original metroid you did you played that on stream right yeah, we did blind runs of that and Super Metroid back-to-back right after we did Link to the Past. So, yeah, that's a good place to go. Let's do that. Okay, yeah. So, I've played the original Zelda. Wait, Metroid. <laughs> I'm trying to get back into the, mo- the mindset here. Let's see. So, I've played the original Metroid, and Super Metroid is kind of like... What's the best way to put it? It's like a sci-fi version of Link to the Past to me now, even though they appear like they couldn't be more different. They have so much in common. And I think it's kind of the same way. I think a lot of my arguments for Zelda versus Link to the Past would be pretty much concise for Metroid to Super Metroid. Okay. Now, see, you're going to end up, like, changing your opinion here. You're going to be backtracking, which I know you're good at because you like Super Metroid. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. Okay. So much reach. like yeah, And it's the same in both Metroid and Super Metroid. Um one of the things I, I want to do, like it's perpetually on my list, is to go back and play both games again so I can try to get different endings. I, I'm pretty sure I got the worst uh, endings in, in both games, and I'm really excited uh, because I, I, to, to replay them because I like Samus as a character. Uh, I'm really excited to see what he does um, <laughs> you you know, in the it. future things. I was going to say, I like Having, that dude too. Yeah, yeah. Have, having not got the good end to endings, I can say Samus, uh, probably my favorite, you know, 
I, I could be Samus. I, yeah. That's how I feel. <laughs> no. But um, Metroid 1, for its... Well, if we can throw in the technical limitation soundbite from, from Sick Jake, that would be great. I think Metroid was this big idea that they had to dumb down to the, the current technology. There's a lot of those technical limitations that um, the moment they, <laughs> they came out with like the, you know, technology for the Super Nintendo, they said, now we need to make the game we originally wanted to make. Yeah. And uh, I think in that way, I have to come down on the side of Super Nintendo. What they wanted to do with Metroid on the NES was so amazing. And they, they did great for what they had. Yes, it could have used a map. Yes, you know, it was not the prettiest game in the world. But uh, by the time they had the technology to accomplish what they wanted, what a great, great franchise that became. Right. Yeah, okay. I, I think I'm pretty much on with you on this one. The four of us usually get along really well in in according to uh, similar mindsets when it comes to how we look at video games, but we have mm-hmm. so much different experiences. But I think a lot of us have uh, a lot of the same expectations, a lot of the same uh, realizations in that, so it's kind of cool. But well, but then we have Jake to say sick, sick, hot garbage, so it's okay. <laughs> You're exactly right. There's a lot of things we agree on, or like we can all say, yes, this is great, you know, franchise or game, but where we deviate, and I think a lot of the people just in the general video gaming population would agree with this. Uh, This is a a tipping point. One of the things that Metroid does great is it allows you to sequence break, and you can utilize a myriad of glitches, and I absolutely love that. My very first introduction to Metroid as a series at all was Metroid Prime back in like 03 or 04. It was my freshman year of college because I'm old. And I I picked up Prime because some (laughs) of my friends were playing it and I fell in love with it. And immediately they're like going for these 100% runs. And I'm like, I can get the space jump boots first. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So that was that was like the first introduction for me for like speed running, uh, which I eventually, you know, kind of grown to love for glitch running, for, you know, hunting, all these different things. And, you know, you can go back and you can do that in Metroid. You can do that in Super Metroid. And in my opinion, few games do it as well as that series. Yeah. But a lot of people hate glitches. A lot of people hate sequence breaks. So uh, there's no wrong way to do it, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of the opposite for that much in that regards. I don't enjoy speed running i don't enjoy the glitches or sequence breaks i kind of like going through a game and enjoying it as it's laid out as people intend it to be laid out um when you have the options to split it up it's not so not so big a deal for me like i and i you know i get that i get that point of view but also like put ketchup on your steak (laughs) just once in a while not all the time (laughs) you know what i mean but just uh disrespect the game (laughs) because you know Sometimes the games are disrespectful as hell. Yeah. So it, it they deserve it. We're looking at you, Mario's missing. <laughs> oh shit! Are there glitches for Mario's missing? There, there could be. I don't know. You don't. You don't get hurt. So yeah. Okay. So uh, oh yeah. Fi- final decision. Let's call it uh, Super Metroid or Metroid. I'm gonna go with Super Metroid. Yeah, Mainly for spite, agree. just because I don't want to agree three times out of two or three times out of three that the NES was superior. So. <laughs> actually no i really really loved uh that was one of the games that i owned for super nintendo i had a lot of consoles didn't have a lot of games but that was one of the games i owned and i remember under three hours with 100 percent 
we got it one time with me and a cousin and we were proud of so it was like a crowning achievement for me so that's it holds a deep place in my heart so nostalgia alone it sounds like you love speed running <laughs> no going off of everything you just said no I, I think it was just the the um the cooperative nature because everything that i didn't know in that game my the other guy did so it was really satisfying for us to see all that come together in a single play and then, okay, and you. then for the fact that we got it done in record time, it was like, hey, cool. That was just, you know, gravy on the cake, so to speak. Yeah, teamwork makes the makes the dream work. I like that job. Go. Okay. All right. So let's talk about something. How about you choose a franchise this time? Let's talk about something that's been on both consoles. Uh, what about Contra? Because there's, there's a couple of Contra games for the NES, and then they started moving on to the Super Nintendo and uh, I think I think that'd be a fun one to to talk about. Well, well I'm glad you brought that up. So <laughs> it turns out that uh, I've never really liked the original Contra that much, besides the music, because I'm terrible oh. at it. But Contra Three: The Alien Wars was the only Contra game I think that I ever beat more than once. So, so just to make sure I I understand what you're saying correctly, a game can only be great if you are able to beat it. Well, I mean, I've learned that from you. Like, you don't you don't like talking about anybody or anybody's favorite games until you beat it. You're like, oh, that's pretty cool, uh, uh, and then you just hold you hold it back and you keep reservations until it's done, and then you just let loose. Okay, so officially, you don't have an opinion on the eight bit version of Contra until you beat it. Oh, I'd beat it just with the game genie. So <laughs> a game genie, yeah, a game genie, game genie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and Werewolf are always talking about the right uh, accents on which syllables for the game genie. It's or game, game genie. Game, okay. Ga- it's game genie. Game genie. It's not game, game genie. genie. <laughs> game genie. When you say it with the second word, it sounds like a last name. It's like, hi, I'm Michael Game Genie. <laughs> it does. So. I'm going to have to start referring to my game genie as Michael now. Yeah, do it. Yeah, Michael Game Genie. <laughs> We're off topic again, of course. But uh, yeah, no, Contra, I really love Contra. It was cool. I like watching other people play it because it's hard. <laughs> I get frustrated. You make it look easy because you can do it in 15 minutes without trying. And I can't mm-hmm. get past the third level in 15 minutes. So uh, maybe it was the difficulty, maybe. But Contra 3, The Alien Wars was my jam. I love it. It's, everybody says, oh, it's so hard or something. And I'm like, this is the only one that I actually was any good at. So. See, I fall into that camp. I, I find the first one to be loads easier than the Alien Wars. Now, Alien Wars in some ways is superior, but ultimately like Contra the OG or even Super Contra. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. Contra's the best, then Alien Wars, then Super C. <laughs> uh, uh, no. That doesn't taste good coming out of my mouth. <laughs> what about... I don't uh, know. I'm, I'm torn. Like, Contra I, Force? I, I, Actually, I haven't. Yeah, I've played parts of that one, but I haven't really made it far. That felt more like a GI Joe game to me than anything else. Like when they changed Mega Man from Mega Man Six to the aesthetic of Mega Man Seven. Although it wasn't the upgrade, so to speak, in graphics, it was like a demake. Yeah. But I, yeah, it was. I, I, I really kind of forgive me for saying this. Don't think of that one often with the Contra series. But uh, yeah, I. Damn it, Contra One, <laughs> hands down. But now I'm torn. Super Contra, we said this at the top of the episode, where Super Nintendo just put the word Super in front of a lot of games. Right. They didn't do that with Super C. 
<laughs> no, no, they they had Super C. That was the second Contra game, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So yeah, I think playability wise, difficulty level is is like a seven and a half out of ten for the original Contra. Um, for me, so much of the nostalgia, like you said, is is the music, uh, and even just the, the sound effects from that game are so iconic and classic. Uh, you know, you've got the Konami code, you've got the even the the starting music. You know, the guy like the I, well, I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> but you know when the the game starts up you hit the the, the, <laughs> player, the start button even before that the black screen how it oh, scrolls over from the right to the left <laughs> yeah, dum, dum. yeah it's so good yeah it is uh, and it, it's so iconic so i i think i yeah i've definitely got to come down on the nes for this one but that said i absolutely still love the Alien Wars and uh, what it was able to do, you know, different style of gameplay with the top-down levels. And, uh, well, no, I guess they had that in Super C as well. Yeah, they were trying to fit in both, apparently, so, yeah. Yeah, they, that is a good example of um, keeping the good stuff from the OGs and then showing how we can upgrade it for the newer system. Yeah. So, uh, just a great franchise across uh, both platforms. But, I yeah, still for me, NES all the way. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I'm going to go with uh contra so uh, contra three the alien wars because that's me but uh yeah i agree i totally agree with i can see why you'd say that and i like that so there's there's some respect in there and i like it okay okay here's what we have to do because we are way too agreeable whatever game you choose next whatever game i will fight you on it all right and in that case seeing as you've been playing this with the power glove lately oh shit we're going with punch out versus super punch out Oh, well, no, this is good because Super Punch-Out's horrible. Oh, man. It's kind of got the same effect for me, actually. I I, I can beat Super Punch-Out. I've never beaten Mike Tyson or Mr. Dream, so. But it, it felt it felt so good for me. I liked it. The original was, I mean, hella fun. I played, I probably played just as much as both. The second one, uh, sorry, Super Punch-Out is definitely easier. A lot yeah. easier. Yeah. But um, I find it f- more fun because it's not as destroying of controllers you're not going to get as angry maybe it's again because i'm a wuss like that but i'm okay with that but i'll still play both (laughs) i this is not like i don't want to i don't want everyone to play contra again i'd rather watch gp gp play it no i i will play the original punch it just not not with the power glove it's tough but with the power glove is actually it's a lot of fun it is it is rage inducing but it's it's fun, and I hope to get good at it. Coming for you, Piston Honda. You can't throw your controller, so you're throwing fists. <laughs> and it's, I don't Pretty think much. that's how it works, but maybe it does. I don't know. Okay, so Punch-Out, when I was a kid, I was intimidated by the the latter bad guys, or the guys you were fighting, starting with uh, Soda Papinski. Then the guys that, if they beat you, they laugh at you. Like, the sound effect they chose for that always creeped me out. Always sounds like Ganon. Yeah, right? Okay, so there's the disrespect for there, and and especially after the little awesome pink jumpsuit training sequences that you have in in Punch-Out! I I love that. But then I I just, I got creeped out by the latter fights. So going back and beating it as an adult was very, very gratifying. In between those two times, Super Punch-Out! comes out, and I have a very specific memory to this, and it was learning that game... Well, listening to uh, Black Street, I don't know if you guys remember that group. No diggity. Uh, yes, <laughs> that <laughs> entire <laughs> album for Black Street was so good. So my brother had bought that, and we were just playing that nonstop. And I'm sitting there, you know, listening and, and playing 
Super Punch-Out. And I got mad at Super Punch-Out, even though I could beat it with, you know, not minimal effort. It took time. But whenever I would lose, I would be like, okay, first off, that guy should not be allowed to kick me. Yeah. That old man hit me with his walking stick. Why is this clown throwing balls at me? Where's the ref? <laughs> Whereas with Punch-Out, I'm like, oh, I just got knocked the fuck out. That makes sense. Yeah. But if I'm, you know, if, if Hoy Corlo's coming at me with its walking stick, you know, or, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just, uh, dirty pool. Yeah. So to me, to me, even more so than it being easier, I could understand why they would make it easier after Punch-Out, but why they would do the dirty pool, I did not like that. Who's the guy with the glowing turban? Like the one that the turban, the gem in his turban would flash. That was the giveaway. What was his name again? Uh, Tiger, right? Um, oh God, I'm embarrassed. I can't think of it. Well, you know who I'm, you obviously know who I'm talking about. And his special move was, you know, he'd do that teleport dance where, you know. Okay. Here's the thing. If, if, If you're a human being and you can figure out how to teleport, like, okay, maybe he earned that. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Like, he still was only throwing punches, you know? I mean, if he if the dude can do this, you can be worried. But, like, he still stuck to the rules of, quote-unquote, boxing in that. So I thought it was okay. <laughs> As opposed to, yeah. let's let's do, throw some uh, some serious martial arts into the mix with a, with a walking stick. And... Well, that, that, and that's a good point, actually. I guess, technically, that would make Super Punch-Out an MMA game. Yeah, and don't ruin that game for me because I no no <laughs> no. It's still oh. a fun game. They they soften it up a bit. Even the animation style is a bit more more pleasing. The color palettes are more varied. It's not the harsh greens and blacks. Right. You know, Little Mac not quite as little compared to look at Little Mac in the NES versus literally anybody after the second second fight. Oh. Everybody's giant. Even Don Flamenco is still towering over him. You know, you mean and, Adam Sandler? Yeah, Adam Sandler is still towering <laughs> over him. I mean, he's still like this goon that you fight with your eyes closed, but he's still twice the size of you, easy. Yeah, literally yeah. too. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's like seven feet for a year, like three and a half. Now, okay, real quick, Don Flamenco, Adam Sandler or Lance Armstrong? Adam Sandler, definitely okay. Adam Sandler, especially okay. lately because okay. you know he's got that receding hairline kind of. I'm past my prime, but I still feel like I'm relevant. And make great movies still. Thank you, Adam Sandler, if you're watching. <laughs> I haven't seen him in a long Sandler. time. <laughs> I liked earlier Sandler. But anyways, okay, so... Uh, sure, sure, sure. Okay, so I think, yeah, we're in agreement. So which one's better, original or oh, Super? Punch-Out, yeah. Punch-Out, NES. I want to go with Super Punch-Out, even though I just argued against the rules with it. I still, It's still fun. It was so much more fun for me. It felt like a nice update to the series kind of deal. Like, it's like... I was expecting one on N64 and was pissed when there wasn't one, so. <laughs> Forgive me for making this comparison, but one is a uh, Tinder date, the other is a Match.com date. Not that I'm plugging anything, I'm just saying, like, Match.com would be like, the Super Nintendo, like, oh, that was wonderful, that's exactly what I thought it would be, I had a good time, thank you, maybe we'll do that again. And then <laughs> <laughs> the 8-bit is like, well, that was rough, that was that was hard to get through, we did it. And I might play it again here in a few months if I go through a dry spell, but man. I shouldn't have I... <laughs> swiped right. There's no way we can use this now. <laughs> Welcome to the Patreon version. Right. We are uh, we are looking for sponsorship, so if Match.com or Tinder <laughs> yeah. would like to. Yeah, mainly for me because I'm the single one out of the council. Well, so, well you know, Ape Bay and I, uh, my wife and I, we met on Match. Not that oh. that matters. 
But I'm trying to, you know, justify all of my statements now. Excellent. Nice. Okay, cool. I'm not trying to get sued. <laughs> okay, so let's go on and do another one, seeing as we're, you know, we're, we're still on a roll here. Okay. Let's talk about one or two more. How about, uh, how about you choose one here? Oh, we got to go with Mega Man. The Man of Mega. Okay. Yeah, Mega Man as a franchise, never far from my mind. But then when we talk about 8-bit versus Super Nintendo, I mean, the conversation at least has to happen. Yeah. And it's it's a different series, though, too, right? Like, the original Mega Man games on Nintendo versus Mega Man X on Super Nintendo. That's a totally different robot, right? Yeah, completely different robot. Okay. But, robot. Uh, robot, sorry. Ro- robot, yeah. You know, same basic format and layout as the OG. Exactly. Okay, so let's compare. Do you have a preference? Which do you like Mega Man X games better or the original Mega Man games? Okay. Uh, my official stance individual games on X, some of them, are far superior than certain games in the Mega Man franchise. As a series, like big picture, Mega Man is better than X. You know, one was good, two was great, three was good, four was amazing, five and six were pretty good, seven and eight we don't talk about, but then they brought back nine and ten, and those are dope as shit. And I get, <laughs> I've, I'm given to understand 11 is good, but I haven't played it. Yeah. Uh, you know, but then like X... Well, yeah. Give me, give me some things about X. Sorry, you're our Super Nintendo guy. Okay, yeah. X was cool because it felt like, oh, okay. You know, we had all these super games like you were talking about, so it wasn't Super Mega Man. It was Mega Man X. And, of course, you know, middle of Gen X being a thing with, like, wrestling and anything else. Gen X, Gen X, Gen X. It was everywhere. You know, it was a brand thing. So mm-hmm. when you see Mega Man X, it's like, oh, this, is, this has to be so much more modern and hip and cool. And that's what it was. I mean, Mega Man X was, you didn't have the slide, you had a dash, which was so much more badass, you know? You got upgrades to your armor as opposed to having Rush the the dog, and I don't get me wrong, I like using Rush all the time. Tread very lightly about what you say with Rush. (laughs) Oh yeah, exactly. No, it was cool because everything was kind of based around Mega Man X, you know? It was... Mm -hmm. Let's get these upgrades for him as opposed to not just have an external robot to help you. A robot. Sorry. It's hard to say. Robot. It's trying to trying to train my brain. The first Mega Man X for me is the one that holds the most memories. And I think that's the case for most people. I mean, that seems to be the one that everybody wants to, to speed run and everybody wants to play the most and has the most experience with. But for me, that one stuck out. Once I played Mega Man X, I didn't really like going back to the original game so much. It just didn't feel... As, it's fun anymore. I, maybe it's just because I got used to it and I can play that one blindfolded now, but not not literally. Don't don't test me on that one. Um, gotcha. <laughs> but it, maybe it was because my Nintendo gave out and I couldn't get half the games to work anymore. So, you know, Super Nintendo being more reliable was great. I don't know. But I just always liked Mega Man X more. And if I had to choose, I would take Mega Man X over playing all of the rest of the games. Wow. Yeah, X, X1 is like a 9.7 or like a 9.75. It, it's a great game. Maybe even a 9.95 for any of my Ninja Turtle fans out there. <gasps> um, I know, deep cut, right? Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I agree. X1 and 2 are great. Like, amazing games. Some of the best there are. 3 is okay and 4 is good. After that, I kind of don't care. Like, those games, when they decided to fall off, they fell off hard. Yeah. I think Mega Man, the original series, has the better soundtracks. X has the better story. Like, the the entire original Mega Man, there's some plot there, but it's usually just very 
individual episodes like uh darn that wily yeah exactly interchangeable for the next one you know and then here's a new set of bad guys yeah you're you're playing it because you know what it is and you know what to expect and then there there might be a little bit of story but not much you're more inspired by seeing mega man at the top of that endless tower in the beginning and that's good enough for you right you don't need to have all this stuff about sigma and why all these enemies went berserk and stuff it's just kind of jump right into it yeah I, I think argument argument for the music though it's that's a hard choice too because like I said I've, the games have such great music it's so iconic mm-hmm. for that it's hard but I love the soundtrack for Mega Man X one but at the same mm-hmm. time if I had to listen to the music I might go with the the original games just because there's so much of it right having your favorite album versus having six amazing albums I might go with the quantity over quality okay well and I I would also like pose it to you this way if you were to do current like, let's say, heavy metal covers of, you know, like Mega Man 2 versus Mega Man X1 soundtracks. Uh, I, I think Mega Man 2 is going to beat out X. The reason that X might just, to uh, somebody who's uninitiated, sound better is just, again, technical limitations. What yeah. they had to work with on the 8-bit, you know, is, is limited. If you were to give, like, proper current production to a translation or a cover of, like, a Mega Man 2 soundtrack, I think those tunes ultimately would be better and slightly more kick-ass than X. But again, slightly is a very important word because the X OST has some really good bangers. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think they realized, too, how much they could do with the music because the music, they did not skimp on the music in any of the games regardless. So the original or Mega Man X ones, they definitely had good guys. They had the good staff in working on it, and they said, you know, this is great. Let's let's roll with it. I think... Yeah, I don't want to argue about that one because it's, it's like I said, uh, the best versus six of the other ones that are possibly the best. You know, it's it's hard. It's kind of what I had said at the beginning of the discussion about how, like, as a series, Mega Man is better, but, you know, X does a few things better. Yeah. Uh, it's the same thing with the soundtrack. X might have one or two songs that are better than anything on the original soundtrack, but as a whole, the Mega Man series, uh, the OG series, is more consistently great. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's give and take. Um, one thing I like about the X series, but also kind of hate, is we talked about plot and story. X has a more enriched plot. You have Sigma instead of Wily, even though they are connected. Yeah. Um, you've got the whole Zero, you know, subplots. You've got all this stuff. And in the middle, you've <laughs> Princess got Mega Man. Princess Oh, sorry. <laughs> in, in the middle, you have X who is trying to figure out his place in all of it. He's kind of the Captain America figure, you know, man out of time. How exactly is he supposed to fulfill what he was created for? Right. Does he make, you know, peace through war, or does he make peace through being a a good leader? Because it doesn't seem to be something that comes naturally to him. You know, and the point of that, just as his predecessor did, the moment the battle is over, he takes off his armor and he forgets his upgrades and he's like, cool, now I'm just going to rest. Yeah. So, again, in typical Mega Man fashion, even though X has all of these layers, they never really progress the story to the part that we all want to see. The biggest reveals are always just out of reach. Right. Yeah, and, and ultimately the gameplay for the latter X games sucks more than the story would redeem it. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, cool. If you had to choose then, which one which did it better? The Mega Man X ones or the original? I think you already said it, so... Yeah, original. Gotta go OG. How about you? I like, like I said, the the original X, 3X games are the only ones I actually enjoyed. I played 4 and then I never touched one since. So, But my love for 
X1 is so strong. I'm going to go with X. So we're going with Super Nintendo for me. All right. Okay. Well, you and your four buttons and your R and L triggers have fun. Yeah. Me and my two buttons and my square box or my rectangle box with the hard edges. <laughs> we're going to be here playing with Rush. That's fine. All right. We're going to do this on one of my favorite franchises. Let's end, it, end this out with the discussion on one more game series. Let's go with Castlevania. Oh, yes. I was hoping you would say that. So we're going to go with, first off, I you have an advantage. I'm going to admit it right now because the first three are great. But I want to ignore Dracula X for the Super Nintendo and just talk about Super Castlevania 4. <laughs> okay. So you, you want to drop the, the weakest test grade yeah, exactly. from your final grade. Yeah, I okay. want to take this out of the curve entirely. Okay. Well, I'm not going to do that. I think I have the opportunity for what a lot of people would say... Oh, drop Simon's Quest, but I love Simon's Quest. Okay. So we're going to keep all three of the NES in there. But okay, we'll forget Dracula X. I will not bring up that obvious two out of ten of a game. Exactly. Okay, cool. So Not talking about Dracula X. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So first game, second game, third game, uh-huh. or fourth game? Which one's your favorite? Well, since Dracula X is not on the table, yeah. uh, I got to go with... Well, see, I'm actually... I'm torn. I got to go with, I think, Castlevania 3. Is the best. My favorite is Simon's Quest, but I can concede that Dracula 3 is the far superior game. Dracula 3? Okay, cool. Or Dra- sorry. <laughs> Trying just not <laughs> to think about Dracula X, which is a horrible game, but uh, Castlevania 3. Okay, cool. Dracula's Curse. See, mine was for years, um, up until probably in the last two years, was mm-hmm. Simon's Quest as well, even with all its flaws. But after I finally beat Castlevania 3, that one took over. Barely. But it took over. But the thing is, let's let's compare. So I'm going to say you you enjoy three the most. I enjoy three most. Let's compare three to Super Castlevania then. Okay. Let's put it. Let's let's go apple to orange here. Do you think that Super Castlevania Four is a better version of the Castlevania games than three is compared to one? Maybe. Well, if I have to ignore Castlevania's one and two, the same way I'm ignoring Dracula X. Or, I can't even talk. Forget it. I can't even hate on that game anymore. I can't <laughs> even say the words. There, There's things they did better. I, I would have said that Castlevania 4, Super Castlevania, would have been the better game if they had given you the multiple storylines or the ability to, to do different routes. Okay. Yeah. But from my understanding, you just have the one. But you get a whip in angles and different directions, so that's fun. That's good. <laughs> It, I gotta say, the best part about that game when it first came out was holding the button and then having the limp whip flick around as you wanted. That was so satisfying, when, especially when yeah. you see tiny little bats coming after you and you could actually protect yourself from them. Actually, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Difficulty-wise, Castlevania Four is the easiest out of them. Maybe even easier than Simon's Quest. Oh. And Simon's Quest doesn't even have bosses. Yeah, you could you could kind of cheese the the earlier bosses. Yeah, I don't know. Difficulty wise, it's so easy, but it's so satisfying. And I don't know, maybe it was because it was one of my favorite games growing up too. Because it again, that was another early release. I feel like Super Nintendo destroyed it when when that console first came out because they're like, hey, we've got all this, we have to show off what we can do, and they did such a damn good job with it. It was like Super Mario World, Pilot Wings. They had all these games there, and next thing you know. Let's bring out Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Castlevania, 
super double dragon. We won't go there. Uh, <laughs> they they definitely pushed it, and I think that was really cool. And I think that's what they did with uh, Castlevania. It's like we had more technical limitations on um, mm-hmm. the Nintendo, but I think I feel like that Super Castlevania is what they would would have made if they had the ability on Nintendo. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. It's it's kind of that Metroid discussion. <laughs> the the actualization of what they were probably trying to do in the in the previous console, I, I think that's very well stated. I, I actually I might come down on your side with it. Oh god dang it. I the thing is I really struggled. I really struggled with Super Castlevania for the first time I played it. Uh it was it was not an easy go for me. That's what you get for putting all your time in Contra, man. Say say what? <laughs> that's what you get for putting all your time in Contra. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I, I feel like uh Super Castlevania had better execution of levels but it had fewer like not pixel perfect things or frame perfect tricks but there were so many purposefully like mandatory close calls in castlevania 3 that you didn't really have that in super castlevania 4 right so i think 4 ultimately is a more family friendly or like a casual gamer experience whereas castlevania 3 i feel like is more of a hey if you're serious about what you're doing check this game out because it's dope as shit so yeah. Uh, I, yeah which one like if i had to choose one to just play right now i don't know which one it would be between three and four i get the hankering to play castlevania 4 all the time i like i want to play it every year at least once like i want to go through it i want to go through castlevania 3 again and try the different routes and stuff because i haven't done it. routes not routes but i'm also scared to because it was that much of a victory that i almost want to hold off on it. <laughs> yeah right yeah go out on top but i mean i'm gonna go with super castlevania i feel like it's the superior one even though it's the fact that they changed so much about it becomes a different product uh, and i'll admit that but at the same time it's a product that i love so yeah i think i gotta go with nes castlevania 3 i, I just I, what you just said i think solidified pushing me because it's close like i was on the fence but i i don't always care for it when they deviate from the from the script or from the from the formula so three three to me feels like the best executed version of the original vision it's kind of like Mega Man 4 for me in that way a lot of people like other games but 4 did it best and I think Castlevania wise Castlevania 3 did it best we got we gone through all these I never even kept kept track and honestly I don't think it's worth keeping track because it's it's so much up and down and it depends on the game or the franchise so I think it's fair to say I'm not going to uh, choose one or one or the other as a whole because they both have so much going for them and that's the thing I never realized that until probably the last couple of years when I started going back and visiting these older Nintendo games mm-hmm. because I used to think oh these old Nintendo games were unnecessarily hard when we were talking about NES hard and stuff I got a lot more respect for the console and how they worked it at the same time, SNES is still it's still home for me. So interesting. It's like I'm not going to take it away from you, and it's like in the same way I know you're not going to take it away from me. No, but I, I sure like trying. Yeah, yeah. and, and the, therein lies the fun. Right. So yeah, it was fun. Before we end this, because we're we're going on for a while, because you know we we like talking to each other about this stuff. Well, anyways, we're passionate. You know, that's what passion does. Yeah, exactly. Passion. Um. Let's go from Castlevania 3 to Castlevania 4 versus Contra versus Contra 3, The Alien Wars. Okay, what's what's the category? If we're talking graphics, there's not going to be much to compare. But if we're just talking about overall, still got to go with Contra and uh, Castlevania 3. All right. You know what? I can go with that. 
I'm going to argue the opposite just for the stuff that we already did. We already talked about. Mm-hmm. I like the original stuff, but I'm more at home with three, so or four and four yeah. and three. <laughs> I can't keep numbers. All right, we're ending this, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Tap B. This is uh, Pulse One Hundred Nine, and with me I have Mario is missing is really bad. Yeah, exactly. And that was uh, <laughs> Guy Prime from the Retro Therapy. You know where to find us. We'll keep that for the the main episodes yeah. and check out for the next episode, which is going to be. <laughs> Anyways, Cliffhanger ended here. Special thanks for music go to Arthur the Ancient, found on SoundCloud, or The Last Ancient on YouTube. For more episodes, please visit our website pressb2cancel.com. As well, feel free to like or subscribe at Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else you'd like to listen to your favorite shows. As always, thank you. This has been... Press B to cancel.